Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Joining us today is Nina Sherwood, who we are going to wish a belated happy birthday to. She is coming on to talk about, you're welcome, coming on to talk about the Stanford Charter Revision update. She was uh, elected to the Board of Representatives back in 2017. She is the vice chair of the 30th Board Special Communications Committee. She's a member of various committees, including land use and urban redevelopment. Her position in the other world, in the real world, where she's not spending an enormous amount of time volunteering for her city, is a curator at the Stanford Museum and Nature Center, which is a must-go-to-see if you've never been. And uh, she is proud of having authoring and passed Connecticut's first comprehensive ban of the use of toxic non-organic pesticides on city property, something I think we could all applaud. Nina Sherwood, welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show. Welcome back. Hey, Lisa. Thank you. It's a Um, pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. I also just want to note, um, I also, in 2021, was elected the majority leader on the Board of Representatives. Okay, good. All right. Thank you for that. So you're on the Board of Representatives. Is the Board of Representatives... Uh, like the RTM and other places, what is the Board of Representatives in Stanford? It's it's the city's legislative body. So like the city council is a common term for it. Stanford's charter refers to it as a Board of Representatives. And how many people are on it? Forty. And do you run, you said you were the majority leader, so do you run with a political label next to your name when you run? Um, Well, my name appears on the ballot on the Democratic line, and there's 36 Democrats and four Republicans on the board of reps in Stanford currently. That, uh, that sounds, uh, (laughs) that sounds rather lopsided to what end, whatever. Okay. That's fine. It is what it is. I I asked because, uh, in some towns, for example, like Westport, uh, and Greenwich, you run for the local legislature in a nonpartisan way. So that's why I was asking. No, not, not in Stanford. Okay. Okay. It's partisan. Got it. Okay. Yep. And and so there are 40 from around the whole city. The city, how many people live in yep. the city of Stanford, Nina, more or less? Between 135 and 140,000 and growing. 
we're the fastest growing city in the state of Connecticut. And I think it's fair to say anybody who knows Stanford knows that it has every possible variety of land use, from waterfront to horse farms to yep. uh, to urban, to densely urban, to condos and townhouses, affordable housing, single family, just about everything exists in the city of Stanford. It's, it's a wonderful place, honestly. It's a, it's a great yeah. place to live. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you lived there, Nina? My whole life. Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. So Nina, so tell us a little bit, what is on the ballot in November in terms of systemic change or systemic uh, non-change? What is on the ballot? So there's a single question that allows the residents to decide yes or no. And that question is about changing our constitution, our city's charter. And it is um, a single question that encompasses all of the proposed changes. And those proposed changes would increase government accountability. It would increase uh, the public's ability to communicate with government. It would require city government to do more outreach and more public hearings. It would increase transparency in the city. And it would increase democracy. Okay, but that is, but those, but wait, wait, but Nina... That is, yeah. uh, those, those are your conclusions about why I'm, uh, that's why, those yeah. are your conclusions about what the changes will do. What I'm, what I'd like you to explain is specifically, what are How the changes? Yeah, because I want people to sure. evaluate for themselves whether or not they agree with you and think it's a good thing. So what are the changes? Absolutely. Um, so the changes are, uh, it would require more public hearings before large decisions that the city um, has to decide on. It would require the city to do um, more public outreach, announce, um, announce decisions earlier in the newspaper, uh, announce public hearings earlier. It clarifies the language of the charter so um, that it's easier to comprehend for regular people in the city. Um, some of the major things that it does is it, um, I think probably the, the biggest thing, which is what is causing uh, the most stir here in Stanford, is it fixes a loophole um, that allows people who sit on important boards and commissions, like the planning and zoning board, it closes a loophole that allows them to sit in those positions indefinitely. So what we have here in Stanford is we have a situation where we have five zoning board members and five planning board members, and every single one of them is expired. They serve three-year terms, and at the end of their three-year term, the mayor is supposed to either nominate somebody else or is supposed to, um, is supposed to re-nominate them for a three-year term at at which time the board of representatives would review that person's uh, voting history on the board or commission. Let's say it was the planning board. The board of reps would review that person's history and, um, and to bring them in for a public interview, this whole process is public, and then the Board of Representatives would vote by majority to either approve them for another three years or reject them. And what's happening in Stanford is that if the mayor never makes the nomination, then, then somebody essentially what happens is he'll stay on for eternity with no oversight. So right now, of the five members of the planning board and the five members of the zoning board, only one of them is current. 
everybody else is expired. And to give you an idea of how bad the expiration is, the chair of the zoning board has been expired since December 1st of 20, uh, tw- oh, no, December 1st of uh, 2017. This December 1st, the chair of the zoning board will start his third term of expiration, which means that his votes have never been reviewed publicly. There's been, he, this person is not accountable to the people. Um, and this is a problem that has happened in other states and other cities in the state of Connecticut, where mayors, if they like how somebody is voting on a board or commission, will just leave them there past their expiration. Um, so right now, in I would argue the most important boards and commissions in the city, the planning and zoning board, how we use our land, um, there is no oversight on the people who sit there. In Nina, fact, I, Nina, well, I'm, yeah. I'm listening to you. I, I, I'm listening to this. Uh, I want to ask a little bit. I want to probe a little bit. So in. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello? You're saying that a mayor's initial appointment of someone is subject to confirmation by the Board of Representatives? Yes, and that's common in a lot of... Uh, appointed positions in the state of Connecticut where the executive um, nominates somebody and then the legislative body interviews and either accepts or rejects the nomination. Oh, hello. I'm back on. Okay, Nina, are you back on? Are you there? I don't. I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes. In what can only be described as a technical glitch of the universe. I didn't hear you anymore. So, and I don't think I didn't hear you anymore. No, I don't think our audience heard anything anymore. All right, Nina. So you were explaining, I apologize to have to have you re-explain, but you were explaining that in Stanford, it is not atypical for a legislative appointment to have to be confirmed by the board of representatives, by whoever the legislature is. All executive appointments have to be confirmed by the Board of Representatives, and that's common across the state. Um, Okay. And this, yeah, go ahead. No, no, and so what you're saying is these 10 positions, at least nine out of the 10 of them, continue indefinitely with zero oversight. And is that because it is currently allowed under the charter? And And if this revision or if this amendment to the charter is voted yes, it will no longer be allowed? Okay, so it's a good question. So our current charter states that somebody who's been expired by six months or more can no longer participate. However, courts in the state of Connecticut have said that 
you can't enforce that rule because if you did, government would be rendered unable to function because these boards and commissions wouldn't be able to reach quorum. So here in Stanford, the problem is so pervasive that almost 50%, 47% of appointments that serve on boards and commissions are expired. Okay, and so the, the state has said the six month rule is not enforceable. And so other municipalities in the state have dealt with this issue by not, you know, you can't really make an expiration date in, in the charter, but what you can do is you can create a charter that incentivizes the mayor of a city to nominate somebody. So right now there's no incentive for the mayor. If the mayor likes the person who's voting on the zoning board or the planning board, if the mayor likes them, there's no incentive to, to, um, to nominate them for another term because the mayor could just leave them there indefinitely and avoid having a public debate about whether the person should continue. Um, and so uh, cities like Hamden, New Haven, uh, and Hartford have switched to this, um, have, have changed their charters so that in the event that the mayor doesn't nominate after yeah. a certain amount what, of time, what happens? What the, happens? The, board of, the board of representatives or the legislative body in those cities are able to nominate, interview, and, uh, and pass somebody. And that's so what this change current, would do? Yeah. And that's Correct. What this change, this change, uh, okay. this change gives the, the mayor eight months to make an appointment after a term is expired. And if the mayor of the city does not do that, then any member of the Board of Representatives can, can nominate. And this is not, so this is being painted by special interests in the city of Stanford as a power grab by the Board of Representatives. But it's not. It's actually the only legal way through the state of Connecticut that we can change our city charter to fix this problem. And I mean, Lisa, this is a big issue because you take the zoning and planning boards and many municipalities in the state of Connecticut, the zoning and planning boards are directly accountable to the people. They're Absolutely. elected. Their I names mean, are in on Westport the ballot. They are. In fact, they used to be appointed many, many yep. years ago. Then they became elected. I ran. I was on the Zoning Board of Appeals oh. for four years. In, wow. And I was, uh, yeah. I, uh, and I served on the Planning and Zoning Commission for two as an alternate that then got elevated. Yep. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, yep. so I was on my boards and commissions six years. I wholeheartedly, well, th- personally believe in elected. Oh, it was one of the yeah. greatest things I ever did. I loved it so much. I'm yeah. a land use geek, Nina. I mean, this is my thing. Oh. I love land use. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Stanford would be a playground for you because yeah. there's... <laughs> I mean, you know, I've been on the Board of Representatives since 2017. The number one issue I hear from my constituents and around the city is that the city's being overdeveloped. It's too crowded. The roads, the streets, the traffic, the schools, you know, people losing their home value because the building went up next to their single family home. I mean, I've heard it all. And the people making these decisions are the Planning and Zoning Board. And 90 percent of them are expired by years, never having to face. Uh, face any kind of accountability, never having to go before the public to explain why they vote the way that they did. In fact, if you, if you really want to hear how bad it is, in 2019, the Board of Representatives rejected a reappointment to the planning board because we reviewed the individual's voting history and the board voted by majority to reject them. That person today is still sitting 
on the planning board making decisions for the city, even though the legislative body has rejected that person. Oh, in, 2020, in 2021, a member of the zoning board was reappointed, not by this mayor, but the previous mayor. And we reviewed his voting record and interviewed him. And he was rejected by a majority of the board of representatives. And he is still there making decisions for the people of Stanford and how to use their land. And so unless the residents of the city of Stanford can see through the massive amount of money that's coming in to convince them against their own best interests to vote no on this, because that's what's going on. You have developers coming in from all over the city donating. I believe they have hundreds of thousands of dollars. We've seen massive mailers that are thirty and $40,000 to people of the city scaring them, telling them to vote no. Unless the people of Stanford see through this, and I have faith in them, and vote yes, this is not going to change. There's no accountability here. And so, I mean, there's a lot of great changes in the charter, Lisa, that, like, I would love. I, we can talk as long as you want no, about we're, it. Gonna, no, we're but, not going to have the yeah. time. But, I, but I'm yeah, glad but that the, you focused on at least one of them that you think is yes. a reason. Because it is a very, very big thing for the public to be yes. able to have to vote yes or no on so many changes. Yep. So, um, yep. so Nina, thank you for coming on and explaining what's at stake thank for the people you. of Stanford. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate it. Okay. All right. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at Lisa at LisaWexler.com.